Good morning and welcome to our live broadcast at First Presbyterian Church. It is a joy to come into your home today with good news about God who loves you. We are located in beautiful Uptown Columbus on the corner of 11th and 1st. We would love for you to join us for worship or just stop by and say hello. At First Presbyterian Church, we welcome you with grace and gratitude for God's love. Our first lesson today comes from the Revelation in chapter 7, beginning with verse 9. Listen now to the Word of God. After this I looked, and there was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, robed in white with palm branches in their hands. They cried out in a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who is seated on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, singing, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these robed in white, and where have they come from? And I told him, I said to him, Sir, you are the one that knows. And then he said to me, These are they who have come out of the great ordeal, and they have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. And for this reason they are before the throne of God and worship Him day and night within His temple. And the one who is seated on the throne will shelter them, and they will hunger no more and thirst no more, and the sun will not strike them nor any scorching heat. For the Lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd, and He will guide them to springs of the water of life, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And this is the Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please be seated. I invite you to stand as you are able that we may listen and attend to the reading of Scripture. The Scripture this morning comes from the ninth chapter of Acts. I will begin reading with the 32nd verse, continuing through the 43rd. As Peter went here and there among the believers, he came also to the saints in Lydda. There he found a man named Ananias, who had been bedridden for eight years, for he was paralyzed. Peter said to him, Ananias, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and make your bed. And immediately he got up. And the residents of Leda and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. Now in Joppa there was a disciple whose name was Tabitha, which in Greek is Dorcas. She was devoted to good works and acts of charity. At that time she became ill and died. When they had washed her, they laid her in a room upstairs. Since Leda was near Joppa, the disciples who heard that Peter was there sent two men to him with this request, please come to us without delay. So Peter got up and went with them. And when he arrived, they took him to the room upstairs. All the windows stood beside him, all the widows stood beside him. 
weeping and showing tunics and other clothing that Dorcas had made while she was, a, was with them. Peter put all of them outside and then knelt down and prayed. He turned to the body and he said, Tabitha, get up. Then she opened her eyes and seeing Peter, she sat up. He gave her his hand and helped her. Then calling the saints and widows, he showed her to be alive. This became known throughout Joppa and many believed in the Lord. Meanwhile, he stayed in Joppa for some time with a certain Simon, a tanner. The word of the Lord. Please be seated. <clears throat> Bill Chapel was the head coach at Dalton High School on the football team for many years. In his tenure there, he compiled a record of 314 wins, 74 losses, and nine ties. He went to the state playoffs a number of times and got to the championship game on more than one occasion. His record of 314, 74, and nine is the third best coaching record in high school football in the state of Georgia. He is in the Georgia State Sports Hall of Fame, as he should be. He was an excellent coach. Every year, as football season rolled around, the press would come and fans would come and they would ask the same question. What kind of team are we going to have this year, coach? You've heard it. We think of it so often. One year, a fan asked that question and Coach Chapel responded, ask me in 20 years. The fan didn't think he had been heard. That sort of sounds like an odd response. So he asked again, what kind of team are we going to have this year, coach? And the coach responded again, ask me in 20 years. Very frustrated, the fan reiterated, coach, what kind of team are we going to have this year? And Coach Chapel responded, look, I know what you're asking, but what you are asking is the wrong question. We'll have a fair football team this year, but we really won't know what kind of football team until 20 years has passed. You see, we are in the business of building character in young men, and we won't know how that turns out for 20 years. Wow. Wow. There are two things that stand out about this response. First, we live in an age of quick fixes. How can we do more, better, faster, more efficiently? All of those things are important when we look out and want to get things done. They're very important for us in our lives, individually and in the church. But there's also something else, and Coach Chapel named it. He said, you're asking the wrong question. Now, to be sure, there are things that require immediate response. If we woke up in the middle of the night and our house was on fire, we're not going to go do a whole inventory of what we need to get out of the house. Well, maybe. We know we're the ones that need to get out of the house. And if along the way we happen to grab grandma's picture or the goblet or something like that, that's one thing. But we're not going to stand there and organize a party to get things out if the house is really on fire. 
there is an immediacy to situations that need to be attended to. Yet, the question is true also, how do things turn out 20 years from now? What kind of football team will we have this fall? We'll see. But 20 years from now, we'll really know. What kind of church are we going to have this year? I can tell you that we've got great capacity and great determination and great wonder, and y'all are great people. But there's a real sense in which we won't know how the efforts we are working on now will turn out for another 10 or 20 years. The test will be told over time. In the Bible, there are two stories in the ninth chapter of Acts. It comes right after Saul's conversion. Saul's conversion is this huge thing. You know, the, the, the light shines on the road, and he's blinded, and, and Ananias has to go and heal him, and he has a change of, the, Ananias has a change of his heart, and Saul has a change of his heart. Big, big stuff. And then you have these two little vignettes about Peter. Peter was wandering around, and he was sharing the good news. And as he did, he came upon a man in a little town who had been bedridden for eight years. And he said, get up. And the word got, out, got around that, that Peter had helped heal the man, and the word came from the nearby town of Joppa. We've got a saint who's here, a woman who, who gives so much of herself, and she's, she's ill, she's sick, she's dying. Come and help us. And Peter went. Those encounters are powerful, are really powerful. But what do we make of them? How do we live with them in our day and time? William Williman, who was the Methodist bishop of Alabama for a period of time, wrote in a, in a book about the book of Acts. He says, Luke explains nothing in these stories of Ananias and Tabitha, nor can you or I how God's agents wrench life from death is not something so trivial as to be explained. We can't explain it. The stories are only told and heard. They are asserted and they are inserted into our life and into the Scripture. Willman continues, it's not Peter who turns our history inside out, but it is the story, the story which proclaims that our history is not closed and there is someone there, out there for the widows of the world. There is some subversive reality that is turning things upside down. What is it about these stories that are compelling and life-changing? I think there are three things we can offer. 
The word from Acts offers hope. It is a way of saying, get up, get on with the things. Both to Ananias and to Tabitha, Peter comes in and he says, get up, rise up, rise up off of your pallet, rise up off of your deathbed. And he takes them out. He provides hope. Now, hope is a great churchy word, isn't it? I, I use it in my signature when I sign things. Peace, grace, hope in Christ. Great churchy word. Recently, I had the occasion to watch the movie The Hunger Games based on the novel. And there's a scene in there where President Snow, who is the, the leader of this post-apocalyptic, dystopian, wicked, wicked place, he confronts one of his minions. And the, the purpose of the game is to take young people and to have them kill each other off, all in the name of sport. It's pretty brutal and pretty dark. But President Snow, the, the leader of this evil empire, if you will, is talking to one of his minions, and he's questioning the minion about why these districts allow their young people, why they give these, their young people up to be part of this sacrifice. And he says to his minion, he says, hope. Hope is the only thing that's stronger to fear than fear. A little hope is effective. A lot of hope is dangerous. The leader of this evil empire is saying that if you have hope, you might even be dangerous if you have enough of it. And Paul and Peter in this encounter in the, the book of Luke's is sharing hope. It is a church word. Hope does not disappoint us. From Romans 5, We boast in our sufferings knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope. Hope does not disappoint us because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Through the Holy Spirit, we have hope. We have this small little piece of it sometimes, but when we put it all together, we have a huge amount of it. Hope. In the book of Acts, hope is something that is very precious. And the whole Bible, hope is something that is very precious. So often, the word of hope goes to people on the margins. Tabitha, this widow, made things for other widows because they had nothing. And she gave them hope. She gave them items of clothing which they used. In the world today, so many people who are in poverty are women and consequently children for whom they have their care. That may not be how we see it in our little piece of the world, but there are seven and a quarter billion people in the world. And for so many of them, who live in poverty, they have such little 
hope. The second word, the second thing that this story offers us is connection. Our scripture says, after Peter told Tabitha to get up, she sat up. Sit up. Get up and sit up. When Peter answered the request from the folks in Joppa to attend, he went, and he went to an upper room. Did you catch that? Now, Peter had spent another night in another upper room, the upper room with Jesus for the Last Supper. It was where Jesus shared a meal, a sacrament, that we still remember. And Peter was in that room. And then Peter found himself in this other upper room with this woman who was dead. Somehow, Peter was connected to the power of life in God through Christ the power that takes bread and wine and breaks it and offers life to us today still. And Peter extended that life in that place. It is a resurrection life, a resurrection power. Peter knew that the promise of new life had been fulfilled, and he connected the power of life from those upper rooms. The words from Acts also offer promise. It is as if Peter said to both Ananias and to Tabitha, stand up. He said, get up. Tabitha sat up. And to both of them, he is inviting them to stand up. Stand up with your hope and your connection, with your promise and your possibilities. You have something important to share with other people in the world. Get up, sit up, stand up. Tabitha was that harbinger of hope. She was the one that shared with that community of women who were dispossessed. Our experiences might not be exactly the same, but we do need those connections. We need that hope. We need that connection. We need the promise. And we find it through Jesus Christ in so many different ways. But we live in a world where that's not said or not, that's not shared. Ananias had been sick for, sick for eight years. He lived in a world where it was not expected that he would ever get up again. Tabitha was dead. Who was going to take care of the business that she had provided for? In Peter's world, he started out life fishing on the Sea of Galilee. Yet things changed. Ananias responded to the invitation to be healed. Tabitha rose up by the power of new life. And Peter, Peter took words and concepts and ideas that were meant for the learned people. And he took them and he proclaimed them. He's out there preaching and teaching, not just leaving it to the professionals, but sharing it from his heart and from his experience and from his goodness. In Acts, we have promise that is there for us. Get up. Stand up. Sit up. 
we have the hope of getting up, the promise of sitting up, and the connection that God shares in Jesus Christ. Like Coach Chapel said, sometimes it takes 20 years to know what kind of team you really have. That's subversive. That is really, really subversive to think that our horizon is not just what's going to happen tomorrow or the next year or the next two years, but what's going to happen in 20 years. That is a legacy, and it is, in some cases, really a lifetime. Get up and share hope. Sit up and share connection. Stand up and live in the promise of life in Jesus Christ. That's the way that we, in this community and throughout the world, that we will be able to share and evaluate and judge our discipleship as followers of God through Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God. Amen.